0: happy April. If you're a gardener like me, you're glad to see April come because it means I can get back in my garden. And right now I'm watching all the plants come up and all the new growth sprouting everywhere. It's wonderful. What's the best way to use April's energy? Well, we have a lot of different kinds of energies in April. And probably one of the best ways to make sense of all of it and to use it to your benefit is to think of it like a potluck dinner everybody brings something to the table for everyone else to enjoy. It's going to be a fabulous, high-packed, high-energy, high-vibe month, so stay tuned for the April Energy Report. It feels like I just wrote the March energy report and we're starting a new month. I'm kidding. March was a long month that never seemed to end. Challenging times always seem to drag on, and we've had quite a few of them in the past few years. But cheer up. April is a new vibe and we have some rare supportive energy this month that should put a smile on everyone's face, especially those who've been waiting for the go sign to start moving forward. April's themes are action alignment and renewal if you look at the word action the core is the word act this month we are encouraged to take action and with so much fiery aries energy you might think that it is the busting out of the gate and doing as much as possible quickly kind of action But this is a highly unusual month with the kind of energy aspects we don't see very often It's spring, and typically that means new growth, gardening, tulips and daffodils, and a chance to reemerge from the dark, cold days of winter. Spring represents renewal, rebirth, reemergence, reawakening, and restarts as we watch nature awaken to its annual cycle of growth. Last month, I shared a picture of the beautiful white Bradford pear trees in full bloom, and now the flowers have gone, but they're all covered in green leaves. My garden is awakening and as the plants that were dormant in the winter are now rising to greet the sun and warmer temperatures, I get an idea of what's planted and where it is so that I don't dig anything up as I move into my gardening space and start digging and planting away again. And If you're a gardener, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We're doing the same as we move away from the drab, cold, dark days of winter into the warmth and vibrancy of spring. In the Northern Hemisphere, of course, those of you in the South are moving into autumn and winter. But there's a new vibe to the energy this month that's going to springboard us into a fresh start, and it begins on April 4th and it ends on the 15th. I've been writing about the April 11th and 12th new moon with some excitement because it comes with a rare bonus – all of the personal planets are in Aries, along with some of the important asteroids like Ceres and Chiron. Some might point out that Mars is not in Aries, and it isn't, but it is in Gemini, and Gemini's ruler Mercury is in Aries. So these two planets are what's called in astrology in mutual reception. They are in each other's signs, which actually makes them more powerful and has an exponentially enhanced effect. So Mars is supporting this new moon as well, and it's going to be a powerful motivating force for action. But there's another aspect to this new moon and all of its support, which is like an energy potluck, where each planet brings something to the table for everyone to enjoy. The sun and moon are called the lights of the sky. Mercury adds communication, karmic healing, and movement. Venus adds beauty, balance, and joy. Mars, from its Gemini placement, adds thoughtful action and karmic endings. Chiron adds healing, and Ceres adds the energy of growth, fertility, and abundance. Add a supportive aspect from benevolent Jupiter, and we have a new moon period that not even cranky Pluto can disrupt. Usually, when people think of Aries, they see bold, brash energy that is quick to move and slow to finish, Aries are known for being the pioneers, but they are not much for detail or the fine finish work. And those of you who know me know that I am an Aries, so I know Aries energy very well. But this new moon, the Aries energy, is strongly supported by a lot of other energies that can fine-tune the rough edges and create a path of considered intentional inspired action That does pay attention to detail and has a firm grasp on its intention and energy boundaries. Think of this month's energy like a potluck dinner. Everyone brings something to the table and there's a variety of energy that everyone can use and find useful. Because so many personal planets are involved in this April 11th and 12th new moon, it really has a lot of benefit for everyone This will come as a relief to everyone who's been struggling with the strong Saturn-Pluto conjunction of 2020 and the ongoing Saturn-Uranus square of 2021, which has been a roller coaster of energy ups and downs. It's taken a lot of faith and trust to get through these past few years, and that kind of commitment always gets rewarded, eventually. Now it's time to claim our reward. The nine energy of April 2021 is not an ending. It is the beginning that arise from endings and the endings that give birth to beginnings. Think of how the number nine is written with a one and a small zero. This is the alpha and the omega, the circle of completion that means a cycle has been concluded and it's time to begin a new cycle, not in the same place, but from a new perspective, a new potential, and a new level of energy. I have written that we transcend into ascension. It is not a big leap from one place of being to another. There's a process of crossing over, that's the forty Bridge, from one state of being to another, and that is transcension. The entire process can be short or long, depending on our own lessons and how we respond to energy, but it's a journey across, not a leap from one place to another. While we would like for it to be that way, that is just not how it happens. There's always an exchange of energy with ascension, and the transcension bridge is a toll bridge. We have to be willing to give something up in order to cross it. That could be a belief, a limitation, a fear, our guilt and shame, a portal keeper role, our martyred healer karmic contracts. We must be willing... To release whatever has been holding us back until this moment in order to transcend into the next one. And if we're not willing to do that, it's okay. We'll always have another chance and another time to choose. So let me ask you this, what is beginning for you and what has ended to allow that beginning to occur? Are you ready to make that choice or not? And if you say no, don't feel bad. You'll have another chance to choose at another time. This is not the make a decision in this moment or lose the opportunity forever time. It's not that way at all. And you're not holding back or missing out or not doing what you're supposed to do. If you look at a situation and you just think, I've got to give it another chance. I have to take another shot at this. I have to maybe give somebody else another chance to acknowledge me or to see the value that I bring to their life, or you're just not ready to let something go. You have to honor and acknowledge that in yourself. That's part of your own energetic sovereignty. Next, we have to look at what we're going to do with all this energy, because it's good for manifesting miracles. And if you followed me on Facebook, you'll have heard about my miracle manifestation over Easter weekend. One is how I got my front and backyard mowed by a husband. And the other is how I got my huge dig-lily bed dug up and gave away dozens of plants to my neighbors. I got so many great comments and shares on this Facebook post about literally how I got someone to mow my front and backyard this weekend. So let me share this story with you because it's quite fascinating, it's interesting, it's funny, and it's a perfect example of how miracles are manifested. And if you know me, I am the miracle manifestation queen. I wrote the book on it about 10 or 11 years ago after I created my free all-expense-paid trip to France that I got paid to go on. I've been writing about miracles and teaching about miracles for well over a decade. My book, 30 Days to Everyday Miracles, has been a bestseller for many years and thousands of people have read the book, gone through my miracle coaching, taken my miracle courses and learned how to create miracles for themselves. So here's how I got my yard mowed this weekend. It was Saturday morning and I was eating breakfast and thinking about all the yard work that I had to do over the weekend and especially on Saturday. I had planting and weeding to do in the front yard and then I was going to mow the front yard. And then I had to mow the backyard which because we've had so much rain and I couldn't mow between the rainstorms has gotten very very tall as I was sitting at the table thinking you know if I had a husband he could mow the yard while I did the planting and the weeding I don't have a husband so I just kind of put that thought aside and went outside to get to work and I had just gassed up the mower and it was sitting in the driveway ready for me to start mowing as soon as I planted the few things I needed to plant and pulled a few weeds. My neighbor across the street had just started up his mower, but it kept on coughing and sputtering and quitting. And after three or four times, I walked across the street and I said, hey, my mower's in my driveway. It's ready to go. I know it works. If you want to mow your yard using my mower, that's perfectly fine. Now, my neighbor has a pristine yard. He's always out there edging and trimming and mowing and pulling weeds and spraying. And his yard is just beautiful. And he mows his yard at least twice a week. So I know that having a beautifully mowed yard was really important to him, which is why I went over to let him know he could use my mower if he wanted to. So he kind of turned me down and said, No, I'll try and work with this and see what happens. Well, after another few tries, he comes over five minutes later and says, I would like to use your mower. Is it okay? And I said, sure, go ahead. It's right there. It's all gassed up. It's ready to go. Just go ahead and use it. So he mows his front yard and I'm watching him as I'm planting and doing my weeding. And then he does his trimming and all that. And then he moves to the backyard and I'm still doing some planting. I was going back and forth and taking my time because now I had to wait until he was finished with my mower to mow my own yard. So he finally finishes in the back. He brings the mower over, which, of course, he had graciously filled with gas to repay me. And he said, I'm so grateful to you. I've got some extra time. I'd like to mow your front yard for you in exchange for having used your mower. And I said, well, that's nice. Thank you. And he said, and you know what? I think I'll mow your backyard, too. I looked at him and I said, have you ever been in my backyard? It actually is quite big. And he said, that's fine. I don't mind, I'm not tired, and I'm really grateful to you for letting me use your mower. I said, okay. So my entire front yard and my entire backyard were mowed by a husband because this man is married, not to me, but he is a husband. And I didn't say my husband, remember when I was talking about if I had a husband, I didn't say my husband would mow the yard. I said a husband would mow the yard, which as an aside here, points out, as somebody said, it's really important to understand that the universe takes us extremely literally so if I had said my husband would mow the yard I probably wouldn't have gotten my yard mowed but I really didn't care who mowed the yard I was going to mow it but if somebody else wanted to step in and do that hey more power to them I'm perfectly okay with that so the man mowed the yard I helped out by emptying the bag of, of clippings and putting them in putting them in bags and helping him out that way but he just walked back and forth and did the entire yard. And I offered him something to drink. So he had some glasses of water. And he just had a great time mowing the yard. And I had a great time doing my planting. And I got to do both. I got to do my planting and my yard got mowed. So he saved me about two hours. And that was the first manifestation. So the whole weekend was manifestation. So let me share the rest of the story. I put the lawnmower away and I clean up. I sweep the driveway and I sweep the walk and I'm standing there admiring my freshly mowed yard, all my new plants and all the freshly weeded garden. You know, I have a a big garden on the side and this couple walks by and they told me how much they admire my garden and how much they appreciate the work that I put in. And they make it a point to include my house on their daily walks just so they could admire my garden. And I said well thank you that's really nice and they said well it looks like you're finished what else do you have to do and I just mentioned that I had some work in the back to do and I had to remove this massive daylily bed that was in a really bad place kind of in the middle of the yard that the former owners had planted and the man said what are you going to do with the plants and I said well I'm going to give them away and he said well I could use some of those can I come and get some and I said sure I'm going to work on it tomorrow and I'll let you know. He said, no, 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 I'll come over and I'll dig them up myself. I thought, great, because I'd already started digging up that bed and it was going to take a lot longer than I thought because they are really entrenched in there and they've been there for several decades. Now it's Sunday, it's Easter Sunday. It's in the early afternoon and he comes over, brings his own spade, brings his own work gloves and he starts digging. And he gets enough to fill the bucket that he had brought, and he said, well, I didn't realize that you had this many, so I can't take all of these. I don't have room for them. And I said, well, that's okay. You got what you needed. I appreciate your help, and I hope you enjoy them. And I thought he was going to leave. But he looked at me, and he said, you know what? It's a really nice day. I could use the exercise, and I like this kind of yard work. I'm going to stay here and help you dig the whole bed. So a job that would have taken me probably a big chunk of that afternoon or probably several afternoons ended up taking two hours because we worked together. We dug up the entire daylily bed. We stacked all the bulbs. We got everything organized. And he said, well, what are you going to do with the flowers? And I said, well, I'm going to put them in bags. I'm going to put a notice on next door and I'm going to give them away. So I bagged up about half of the daylilies. Now, I had all totaled, I had 60 bags. So there's a lot of flowers. So I bagged up some of the daylilies. I put them in the driveway. I went in the house. I put a notice on next door. I have free golden yellow daylily plants. And they're in the driveway. Put my address in there. Come get them if you want. I was not prepared for the amount of people who wanted free daylily bulbs. And I didn't see a lot of them. I saw them if I happened to be replenishing the supply as I quickly was bagging daylilies and putting them out in my driveway, five and seven bags at a time. But I found an interesting pattern. And, you know, you, you see the best and the worst of people when you do something like this. So you get the people who take one or two, are really happy to have them, and they go on their way. And then you get the people who see that there are 10 bags and they're going to take all 10 bags, not because they need them necessarily, but because they're just afraid that there isn't going to be enough for them. In an hour and a half, all of the daylilies were gone. Like I said, I had about 60 bags of them. And the last man who came, I had just walked around the corner there were four bags left and he said I had this massive patch across my backyard that I just dug up these would look great there do you mind if I take all four bags and I said no these are the last bags this is the end of it you help yourself so I had one or two people stop by and ask if there were any left and I said no and then it's Sunday night our trash day is Monday so we put the trash cans out yard waste anything that needs to be picked up goes in the front by the curb and I'd taken my trash can out and it was getting a little bit dark and I looked over at the curb and I thought that's weird. My yard waste bags are gone. I had six bags of yard waste, grass clippings, leaves, things like that that I had picked up from the yard during my cleanup that were ready for pickup on Monday morning. Well I think what happened is somebody drove by my house because remember they had my address in the daily postings that I'd put up on next the next door bulletin board. And they saw the six bags and thought, oh, look, all the daylilies are here. I'm just going to take all the daylilies. And they took all six bags. So imagine their surprise when they opened the bags and realized that there were no daylilies in there. There were just yard clippings and leaves. And there was actually one bag of daylily leaves that we had cleaned up from the patch. As I said, you know, you see the best and worst of people when you do something like that. Some people truly appreciate the effort and take just what they need. Other people think I have to take it all because I may not get a second chance or or they're very selfish or they're very self-centered and they just feel like it It all has to go to me. So they take everything. And that was my manifestation weekend. So I got my yard mode front and back. I got my planting done. I got my daylily bed dug up and I got rid of all the daylilies in the same weekend. And I just think that was wonderful. But as someone commented I write about these things to share with them with you so that you can figure out how to do these for yourself and to see how easy it is to do everyday things. So miracles aren't special. They aren't for manifesting a million dollars. They're for manifesting things like someone to mow your yard when your grass is too tall or you've got a lot to do. And, you know, it was through letting my neighbor use my lawnmower, which was fine with me. It wasn't going to hurt my lawnmower. And in exchange, I got my entire yard mowed. So as I said with the April energy, there's an exchange, that Forty bridge is a toll bridge. You have to be willing to give something up in order to get something. And maybe giving that thing up is sometimes allowing the universe to step in and give you some relief and some support. So think about that as you're working with April energy, get the support, get the relief, get the extra effort that you need. You don't have to do this by yourself. Let the universe help you our job is to create the energy container for miracles and then the universe's job is to fill that container with energy to allow your miracles to manifest because it takes two things to manifest a miracle one is the intention and the other is the energy you provide the intention the universe provides the energy of course according to your frequency and vibration so that's the miracle story let's continue with the april energy report what are we going to do with all this miracle energy What do we manifest after months and maybe years of going through tough times and just wishing they were over? Where do we start and how do we get started? With so many options and so much potential, we can get confused at how to make a choice and then we do nothing. We get bogged down in trying to make the right choice, the best choice, the choice everyone loves and supports. The choice that takes care of everyone's needs because we don't want to be selfish, self-centered, take too much for ourselves, and deprive others of the opportunities that we think should be theirs to participate in. One of the energy themes of 2021 is energetic sovereignty, which is the authority over our own energy that applies to us and that applies to everyone else. We must recognize others' energetic sovereignty and their ability to choose what is right and best for them, no matter how terrible we think their decisions are. It's part of our energetic sovereignty to stay out of judgment and criticism because those are energies which limit the flow of our own energy. Everyone gets to make their own choices. Remember that as it will make the rest of 2021 so much easier and so much less complicated. And if you're not in my GPS 2021 program, I've included the link here and on the blog so that you can take a look at it. The lessons you learn there are relevant all year long. It's not just a program that is relevant for the first of the year. The period from the March 13th new moon in Pisces to the April 12th new moon in Aries one of completion and endings which you may be feeling right now it may not be a joyful time for you it may be frustrating and upsetting to think that those things that you have invested so much time energy and effort into are not turning out as you wanted but are they turning out as they can as they should or as they need to and are they turning out in accordance with the outlines and the boundaries of someone's soul mission, their life purpose, and their karmic contracts. Those are things we cannot know. And yet we are very quick to judge because we think someone's doing the wrong thing or making a mistake. But we're doing that based on our perception. Remember, we have no idea what someone else's soul mission is. And we do ourselves a huge disservice by making judgments about their choices because that's when we limit our energy. So remember this, our energy is limited by our judgments. We are not privy to the details of a soul agreement with Source for anyone except us, and it simply is not our place to judge them. Between April 22nd and 25th, look for another big energy boost, and the full moon on the 27th supports that through the end of the month. This is another month where all the planets are in direct motion until Pluto turns retro on April 27th. So take action and create some momentum by setting some intentions and letting the universe support you and your miracles. And if I can get a husband to mow my front and backyard and another one to dig up my daylilies, you can do anything your heart desires this month. And if you're wondering how to best use the energy this month, think about this. Are you willing to move forward to do what's right and best for you, to take a chance on yourself, to take a risk that maybe that bold move you make is the absolute perfect thing to do for you right now? Or are you going to wait for someone to give you permission so that you don't have to face angry consequences later? Asking for permission, getting agreement, and making sure everyone's happy is the way that you've made decisions and choices in the past, maybe it's time to try something different. And this is the month to do it. Remember, nothing is too big or too small for the universe. A miracle, in universal terms, is simply a movement of energy from one place to another. So use this wonderful April energy to create your miracles. It's a great month for blessings, action, miracles. So set your intention, use your energy boundaries, And see what you can co create with the universe as your partner. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best selling books on Amazon. Or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.